Hello and welcome to This Is Birth, the podcast with your host, Lindsay McGilvery. Joining me for episode two tonight is the wonderful Antonia Wardrobe, and she is from the Doula and Baby Service. And tonight we're going to be talking about all things postpartum. So I would just like to introduce you to Antonia. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Yes, I'm good. Thank you. I'm just sat relaxing, having a chat to you this evening. Good. There's worse ways to spend a rainy night. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's miserable out there, isn't it? Yeah. And we're going to be talking about tonight all the things that we love to chat about. Whenever we meet up, catch up, we talk about these things as well. So I really wanted to have you on just to really explain to people about the fourth trimester and why it's so important because it's definitely a part of the whole um, birth process that's often overlooked and a lot of people don't know what support is out there and I really just want to educate people about the choices they have and the amazing experts like yourself that are available to help them on that journey. So before we go any further tell me a wee bit about you. So, um, yeah, uh, like you said before, um, my business is the doula and baby service. Uh, I've got a wealth of knowledge behind me. So I'm a registered midwife and health visitor, and I've been a professional since 2010. I enjoy traveling. I like to get out and walk in the dog. And I like to think of myself as a bit of a free thinker. I'm also a mum of two as well, so I've got plenty of experience behind me. And yeah, um, I'm the doula and baby service, so I like to support mums and babies. And what a wonderful job you do. Now, your babies are not young babies anymore. Tell (laughs) me about your children. So yeah, my children are a bit bigger now. So um, 19 and 16, soon to be 20 and 17, which is quite scary, actually. Um, So uh, it doesn't mean that you forget what to do, especially the fact that I've worked with mums and babies um, since 2010. Um, Yeah, I'd like to think I've got a good relationship with my children. They're great kids, one of each, my daughter's the the elder one. and, And then I've got my son at... Um, he's 17 so uh, yeah they're both really good kids I've, I feel like I've done a good job with them <laughs> you absolutely have and if anybody met you they wouldn't believe you've got children that age I don't know what your secret is but I really need to be using the same moisturizer as you do because... neither do I because yeah. I need to learn it myself <laughs> you look very well for your age thank you my dear. Um, do not do not look old enough to have children these you do. but I think like when when you had your kids obviously that was quite a while ago and things have changed a lot even since then um I, I feel like my, my kids are nearly nine and nearly seven and I even feel things have come on so much since since then not just how things are done um, mm-hmm. during pregnancy birth and, and the postnatal period but just the services that are available and the support that's out there there's so much more now which I think when we had our kids there probably wasn't that much did you find that in the postpartum period you had much support um yeah like not really from family I did um I would say now there's less support from your midwife um you know kind of when I had my children the midwives are a lot more regular than what they are now um now you get like three visits in 10 days um and it's 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 not enough for the mums um so you know having having 
that extra support is really beneficial. Um, I didn't have much support with breastfeeding. So um, I think if I'd have had that support, then I would have been able to breastfeed longer. Um, and yeah, we, I'd never even heard of a doula um, until about probably about seven years ago when I moved to Australia for a while and lived and worked there as a midwife. And and, I, and that was the first time I'd come across a doula and I thought, oh, this is quite good. <laughs> this is quite interesting. So things have definitely um, come on. Doulas are, um, you know, people are hearing more and more about them. I think it's it's important, you know, there's still a lot of people that don't know what a doula is. And I find it very regularly in my class that, you know, when I kind of speak about doulas, I get a lot of blank looks from people. So um, I find it really beneficial to educate uh, mums and dads um, and families so that they know that there's, there's the support out there. Yeah, absolutely. I, I completely agree. Obviously, you do postnatal doula work. I do birth doula work, so I get those same blank expressions. And <laughs> when I teach my hypnobirthing classes, I talk about being a birth doula. And sometimes it takes people up to maybe the third session before they have the guts to say, what on earth is a doula? <laughs> oh, <laughs> so it, is, it is a bit of a funny word. But tell me, tell me in your words, what is a postnatal doula? Um, and what led you to becoming a postnatal doula? So um, what... I believe a doula is. Um, we are a professional, um, and we and doulas provide non-medical and non-judgmental information, um, physical and emotional support in the weeks after the baby's born. Or oh, that's what a postnatal doula is. And actually, studies have shown that postnatal doulas is one of the biggest factors in determining breastfeeding success, confident parenting, and reduction in postnatal depression and anxiety in new mums. Um, so postnatal doulas, um, can cust they customise the support to the needs of the family um, and they can provide day, day support or night support. It just depends what the family is looking for. So, you know, that's the benefits of having a doula is, and this is why I wanted to become a doula. Uh, I've always worked with, with mums and babies for as long as I can remember. Like I said before, I've got lots of experience and I really enjoy it. That is my passion and that's what I really enjoy. But I found was a midwife, I felt like I couldn't give the, the support that I wanted to. So then I became a health visitor, found it even more restrictive in the time management and the care that we can give and the information we have to give at certain points. So it kind of really got me thinking about what I could do different and that's when I came up with okay this is this is the route that I'm going to go down I'm you know start my own business that way I can give the care that I want in the time frame that I want to give it and in the needs but more importantly what suits the families and the parents you know I'm not restricted by guidelines um like with the NHS there's not so much red tape for me so yeah, yeah. and I think that's something that that we for people that don't know uh, we used to work together as community midwives mm -hmm. so we have known each other for quite a long time yeah just bizarre we're both we're both doing something very different but I think both our, our reasons for doing it is the same mm -hmm. and that's what I felt like I just couldn't give people the, the time that they needed and I think that's what people really need when when they're either pregnant or in that postnatal period and they they just don't feel that they can ask the questions when they know that the staff are under so much pressure, mm -hmm. but that shouldn't reflect the care that people are getting. They, they deserve that that care. They deserve that time and to be guided through things. And it's so amazing that you, you can offer that for people. Yeah. So what kind of um, things would you do for people as a postnatal doula? Like what kind of what would a, a typical day look like if you had a postnatal client? 
So um, it just really depends on what they, they're looking for, really. Um, so I would help them with practical cares, you know, um, show them the basics of, of how to care for their baby if that's what they needed. But I'm um, I'm a big I'm passionate about looking after the mum so that she can look after her baby because um, I think that a mother is she knows best you know how to care for her baby and I think what I want to do and what I aim to do is in society these days parenting is so much led from the head that we overthink you know we're writing down when our babies are due to eat next you know how much they've fed all of this sort of stuff and I'm really wanting to get back in get society back into this intuitive parenting where we trust our guts and we trust our babies so um I just want to instill the confidence with mums I know I'm sorry I'm going off on a bit of a tangent here (laughs) Um, so it's really hard to say what I you know what a typical day would look like because it it's obviously just going to vary but it's teaching mums how to care for their baby in a practical sense I would sit there you know have a chat with the mums let them offload to because they don't have that it's quite a, an isolating experience being a parent as you know and as I know as well your midwives are in and out uh, you know they have like half an hour slots where your baby uh some midwives you know might not even ask how you're doing um it, or health professionals, I'm not just talking about midwives, health visitors could be the same as well. So it's, um, you know, I could make them light meals, some, something like that, watch the baby while they have a sleep. Um, it just really does vary. Um, the only thing we don't do really is clean. <laughs> I have enough clean in my own house. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about it, I know the feeling. <laughs> I, th- I think that's where it, it's needed so much because I think even when you think about like, birthing partners, and, and the amount of time they get off, they, they maybe get a couple of weeks paternity leave. And that tends to be when all the visitors come. And that is such a short period of time. And then they're back at work. All the visitors have been. And that's when I think that the isolation kicks in. And that's where the support seems to really lack. Because everybody's been, all they're interested in is seeing the baby. And I think in our culture, the fourth trimester is just not prioritised at all. Everybody wants to see the baby, meet the baby. And the mum is just forgotten about. And, and the dads as, as well um, are very much forgotten about. And how how they cope is really important. It's, it's part of my, my hypnobirthing course. When, when I was writing my programme, I do a postnatal plan with people because... I just don't think they prioritise their own needs. And I think that's where I mention you when I talk to my clients and about, have you heard of a postnatal doula? Because so many people haven't and they don't know that you can put things in place to really protect that postnatal period and get the support that, that you need. Um, and it's just it's just amazing that you, you offer that. And I love that it's tailored to everybody's individual needs because some people maybe wouldn't need assistance with like nappies or feeding and things. But sometimes they just need someone to run them a bath and look after them and almost kind of mother the mother. And do you feel do you feel that's a big part of what you do? So yeah, um, absolutely. That's what I believe. Um, I think one of my mantras that I always believe in is that you know we nurture the mother so that she can nurture her baby. Um, mothers know best on how to care for their baby, so we need to be empowering them to do that. Um, and I think when we were talking before about you know um, 
what led me to become a doula. I remember my friend having her first baby and I remember a few days after she, you know, after she'd had the baby and she'd got home and went round to visit her to give her some support and we're breastfeeding and she opened the door and um, she just looked like she didn't know where she was, what was going on. And I just remember realising at that point how difficult, you know, I would say probably the first two weeks are the most challenging for new parents. So um, I think that's when they need the most support. The, yeah. the midwife isn't there very often. You know, they're in, it's through no fault of their own because I know myself and, and you'll know as well as a midwife, that's not the care that you want to give. And I'm pretty sure I can speak for all midwives um, out there that you don't join the service to not give support that you need to. It's just that they're so busy time constraints um so i think you know having a doula is 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 really a, a beneficial you know it's invaluable yeah. if it's something that you you can have and, it, and it's accessible to you um because it just it just has someone there that you can bounce off someone there that you know you can talk to if you've got any worries as, as a mom it is a really really isolating experience and um one of the things as a health visitor is what i always kind of encourage my mums to do is to get out and go and meet other mums and you know to go to classes and groups so that they they don't feel so isolated so that yeah. they can say oh my baby your baby does that so does mine I feel like this so do I whereas the doulas has so much experience um they've come across these problems before you know the the, the kind of feelings that mums have that you know they can reassure you that you're not an, you're not isolated that every single mum um, feels this way or you know is tired or is just at the end of their tether or doesn't really know what they're doing it's that just as a society we don't talk about it and it's actually really funny that I was I was trying to one of my mums about it the other day you know um that I was working with and I just says every other mum is going through what you're going through it's just that we don't tell each other um which I think it's 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 really important to do yeah, and there's so many things we don't talk about and I think a lot of it makes us feel like maybe we're failing, that we should know what to do. But they don't. Babies don't come with a manual, but mm. we also don't get given a manual when we leave the hospital or if the midwife's left, if it's a home birth, of how to manage your emotions, how to deal with your changing hormones, how to yeah. look after this wee person that needs all the, this attention. Mm-hmm. We just have to figure it out, but it doesn't have to be on your own and I think is that exactly what you're saying about that two-week period that's when people are inundated with visitors but actually the last thing you need at that point is visitors what you need is support to feel safe in your own environment and actually to just be without that that pressure of entertaining people making teas and coffees and all the things that comes with that yeah. so I, I absolutely agree like the time of when a doula would be required is, is within that that two weeks so not only do you offer postnatal doula support, you offer lots of other services because your your business is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, you also offer a, a postnatal preparation session so people can learn tools before they have their baby. So tell me mm-hmm. a wee bit about that. So, yeah, um, I think as part of my job as a health visitor and my experiences as a doula um you often i get like exactly like you said you know you've had your baby the hospital gives you your baby and says see you later you know um so and and again through experience it's it's a bit of a whirlwind so what what better time is you know you're, you're kind of thinking about what's happening you know during pregnancy you're a little bit more relaxed you can take a bit more information in so 
you know why not have that preparation before when you you can you know you can you've got the time you can put the time in and and take that information in so yeah what the what my birth prep course is um session is is a two-hour session that you can book um and i can come to your home and um i can show you practical cares for the baby so you know changing the nappy how to bath the baby how to top and tail um, these sort of things have a chat about feeding choices maybe sterilize the bottles if that's what they want to do um, and chat about uh, safe sleep and just answer any questions that they've you know might be niggling or that they're worried about yeah I think I think it's so needed and I think especially after Covid there's still not a lot of services that have been reinstated I know a lot of classes antenatal classes haven't been reinstated in some places and some areas are offering like um more like parent craft rather than antenatal sessions Mm -hmm. but some people don't get that if it's not available to them in their health board so unless people are going elsewhere privately to find this information out a lot of people are in it and that's when they're struggling Mm -hmm. so doing that prep beforehand is amazing and the other thing I absolutely love that you offer people is the parent SOS which Mm -hmm. is if they have a a wobbly (laughs) when they get home they can reach out to you to get that that support and I think that's needed Mm -hmm. especially I think with what I love about the 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 role of a postnatal doula is that you're not emotionally involved Mm -hmm. because see when it's family and friends it's lovely if people have parents that can help help and things like that but sometimes you don't want to tell your parents about the fact you're feeling really uncomfortable or your stitches are sore or is this normal or yeah. your nipples are, <laughs> are bleeding <laughs> just to have that person that understands that has the knowledge and the experience to to know how to help mm-hmm. is, is totally invaluable and I just think it's amazing what you do thank you um, likewise <laughs> the, the other thing that I wanted to talk to you about is one of the other things that you offer people is baby massage what mm-hmm. made you get into that part of your your business so um obviously be like we've we've discussed before you know decided to become a doula and realizing oh people don't really know what a doula is so um I decided to become an infant massage instructor and I thought it was a good way to start talking to people about what a doula does but but infant massage really fit in with my ethos and everything that I wanted to to achieve in my role as supporting parents so um I think my driving force is to create a better world um in the future and um you know part of that is supporting parents like I said empowering parents to um be able to you know like care for their baby and um and what better way to do that is is by massage as well it, you know it, all the research that I've read and you know the training that I've done it just it just does exactly that it helps to parents in not just mums you know dads dads can massage as well um to connect more with their baby to get to know their baby to listen to their baby's needs um and you know and it just because of the benefits of baby massage it just it's it has a amazing benefits for baby and then for their going from babies to children right through into adulthood um it can have a positive impact on so um that's why I decided to do infant massage as well and it's such a lovely part of your job as well to see the babies and see them develop over those those weeks where they're learning all the different techniques and Mm -hmm. obviously there's so many benefits of it um 
what I love is that you offer both group settings and private sessions in people's homes because I think so many things are geared up for mums and it's lovely that they can go and meet new mums as much as we know that's really important but I think when dads are back at work they kind of miss out on a lot of these things Mm -hmm. so to do it in the, the privacy of their own home and let them learn some skills that can help them bond with their baby is is such a, a lovely thing to do so it's amazing that you offer both those options yeah. what is the fav- your most favorite part of being being a postnatal doula or baby massage instructor what is your your thing that makes you the happiest uh do you know um i love meeting meeting the new families um you know um but i just think it's seeing the bond and the connection it's something that's always warmed my warm my heart is the connection between the baby and you know their parents be it mum or dad you know um I just I, I say mum mums mostly but I've the recent private couple that I've had the dad's just doing a fantastic job with um massaging his 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 baby girl and and I'm just like you know it's just proves that dads can get just as involved and and it is it's just as beneficial to you know biologically to rewiring dad's brain when they connect with their baby as well so it is for me it's all about the connection with the parents and their baby amazing I love that (laughs) so I'm going to end the podcast by asking you a couple of questions so I want to ask (laughs) what is the best piece of advice that you have been given as a mum yourself oh wow um so, oh God, it feels like it's been so long ago since I was given any <laughs> advice about being a mum, but I will kind of flip that on its head a little bit. And uh, one of the questions that I do ask the mums in my massage class is, and it's it's like in the first class is, what advice would you go back and give to yourself? And I would say 90% of the mums that I work with say just relax. Um, yeah. so that's probably the, I would say relax <laughs> yeah I mean I, I say this to my to my clients all the time like they, they worry that they're not going to know what to do and it's you just you just learn the only expert on the baby is is you mm-hmm. and I think I would say if they let me take two home from the hospital you'll be absolutely fine <laughs> and it is you just kind of make it up as you go along oh, I think yeah. that's that's not what people share they don't say listen nobody actually has a clue what they're doing and everybody's just trying to figure it out yeah. and mm-hmm. when everybody gets that into their head it takes that pressure off because you can't be super mom or super dad all the time and it's a complete learning experience every day is different every day you're learning new things that they, they need new things about yourself so no I, I definitely agree the relax is a, is a big thing mm-hmm. and what is the best piece, piece of advice you would give any new mum as a health professional so I think the the best piece of advice that I would give is um is to trust trust your baby that they know what they're doing that they know what they need and what they want and to trust your intuition and your gut and um just again relax into it uh like I said you know I'm, I'm all about the intuitive parenting and and parenting from the heart rather than the head so you've just got to trust yourself mamas that you know what you're doing amazing I love that thank you so much for coming on to episode two thank you for Um, having me (laughs) anybody wants to find out any more information about the wonderful services offered at the doula and baby service um Antonia's instagram handle is at the doula and baby service so please follow her there and find out all about the amazing things that she can do she also shares lots of hints and tips and advice so please um follow her page to find out more 
we will be doing another episode um, in a couple of weeks time which is going to be a really interesting episode too so I can't wait for you all to tune in then thank you so much for listening Thank you.